It's the best chirps that money can buy, and Brian's got the list showing why. That Shorzy's the man, so make it if you can. But if you can't, we'll tell your mom you said hi. Tit fucker! That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast paying tribute to the great, to everything in the universe. One of these days. One of these days. I'm getting it right the last couple of weeks, and for some reason today I'm just. Uh, you of... really gotta accentuate oh, come on that. There, that. Give her balls a tug. Why can't you say you? <laughs> now I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letter Kenny podcasts out there, uh, but this one was with your mom last night. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt, the Valiant Victor. And joining us this week, he is the co-author of Invis- Invincible Heart, book uh, one of the John Baker Chronicles, and The Hunted, Darkland, The Path of Redemption, a story of Bryce Creed. Uh, he's he's also the D- DDPY Yoga 2021 Positively Unstoppable Challenge Grand Champion. Fuck, your titles are long, That's Brian. He's the co-host <laughs> of the pl- Plotaholics and Tandemonium Sports Show. Uh, uh, Tandemo- I, don't, I don't do that show anymore. Oh, sports show? That show's dead. Yeah, oh, so the this Tandemonium is an, Sports Show's dead. This is an outdated <laughs> intro. He's a patron, a member of our Twitter DM group, and a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please join me in making some noise for Brian Tan. Wondrous. Oh, my God. I regret nothing. Welcome to the Protestant, Brian. So happy to be back. How are you now? Oh, good. And you? Not so bad. All right. Um, so I, I need to edit, update your um, intro to remove that one pl- podcast. But are you still doing yeah. the one with uh, with Matt? Um, what was that for? Uh, <laughs> oh, we, we were we were doing a but we were doing a lot of uh, that was the tan talks. I, did, yeah. I still do tan talks. Oh, okay. I just haven't. There's just been nothing really that I've wanted to do extra with that. Plus, time is just not yeah. even allowing me, man. It's it's rough out here for ten these. Yeah, we start we started into Moon Night, and then uh, that's right. Moon we just Night. both got really busy, and I don't yeah. think we ever picked it. Mean, yeah, we never. I don't finished think we Moon definitely Night. didn't finish it up. So. Were you we guys not finished? Moon were you guys too busy, or was it Brian's partner who had to edit down your verbose episodes? <laughs> well, you know what's funny <laughs> is that oh yeah, because when, when these two talk, they don't stop. And you uh, should give yeah. Victor that nickname, yeah. verbose Victor. <laughs> Well, see, what's funny, though, is that when I did the uh, the Cobra Kai recap, mm. um, Shane just goes, you know what? Just record it, and it's just going to go. Right. I don't care. Fucking put it up. I ain't doing this well, shit anymore. And in my, de- in my defense, did the first time we did something together, he set no expectations on what the timeline was going to be until after mm. we were done. And he That's said, true. We cut these down to about 10-minute pieces after we talked for about an hour. Right. So... Yeah, that, that's had a good, good had a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then, of course, and here comes Miss Odette wanting to get involved in the shenanigans. So, oh, yeah. here comes the puppers. Yep, here she is. Oh, uh, well, okay, explain, describe her. Who is she? What, what's her name? What this, kind of this dog? This is this is Miss Odette. She mm-hmm. is part she is part pit, part lab. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she she's a sweet dog. She's a really sweet dog. She just tends to be way too overexcited to do love. I see. Like, she's not like she she like wants to hug and then she wants to play mm-hmm. and but she won't go for walks when it's raining. 
So um, Tuesday, I went down to Atlanta for a day because um, WWE and A&E are doing a biography on Diamond Dallas Page. Right. So I went down there to be interviewed and take part in the workout that he and his wife were doing. Oh, cool. And then, so I couldn't take her for a walk on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I come back on Wednesday and I'm ass tired. And I had um, another group that I was dealing with for, um, you know, they're, they're doing, a, you know, they're looking for some, you know, tips on weight loss. So I talked to them about DDP yoga sure. and eating habits. Plus it was raining. So, and she won't go for walks in the rain. Mm-hmm. And then today I had some business lunches that I had a business lunch that I had to deal with and I had some work I had to get done. So I couldn't take her for a walk then either. So it's like, she wants to play and she wants to do all this stuff, but she wants love too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. pupper's got a pupper. Very good. Mm-hmm. Now, last time you were on, I think it was for the Dick Meat episode of uh, of our podcast. Um, yes, and it's, been a, it's been a few minutes. It's been a little while. Um, so we're happy to have you back. Can you remind our listeners, uh, because you see, so you're, you are the, the DDP Yoga 2021 Positively Unstoppable Challenge Grand Champion. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The uh, this it's a title that um, so every year um, DDP Yoga has the uh, Positively Unstoppable Challenge. Mm -hmm. And what it's there for is to help people be accountable in their weight loss journey when they're ready to take it to the next level. Sure. So you're basically, you're chronicling your best six months. Mm -hmm. So you have, if you start in January, you fall off, you have until March to get it together. So it, it, it initially will just go from January to September. Right. And, you know, people are, you know, they, they share their journey, they document all of this stuff. And at the end of the year, there, you know, a group is chosen mm-hmm. that are, you know, champions, but then there's only one grand champion. And last year I was really, really honored to be mentioned among, you know, names like Brian Gray, um, Pat Sims. Um, uh crap. My, my man, Jeremy's name is escaping me, right? Jeremy Landry. There we go. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Landry. And then uh, Maria Bacaler and um, Stephanie Kelly. You know, all of us were champions, but I was named grand champion. Cool. Well, congratulations on that one, man. That's uh, so you. remind us, how much did you lose? I've lost a to- total of 170 pounds. That's crazy. Uh, I started my DDP yoga journey at 390 pounds, wow. August of 2019. And then I doing the program wrong for 10 months. I only lost 10 pounds in 10 months. Mm. But once I, you know, changed what I was eating after a, a nice heartfelt conversation with Diamond Dallas Page, himself, which he, he reached out to you, unprompted, he, he saw you were having a, a hard time, and he actually called you. Yes, it's that's what he does. See, yeah. that Dallas keeps his eyes on the community. Yeah, and when you catch his attention, you have his attention. Mm-hmm. And he called me, and he said, "I will help you. Just don't waste my time." Yeah, it's incredible. And yeah, and then it just went from there. So for, that was June of 2020. I was 380 pounds. By July of 2020, I was down in the 350s, 340s. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to December, I was down to like three, about 300, 290s. Yeah. So I lost, I'm pretty, I essentially lost my first 100 pounds in six months. That's wow. insane. Wow. And then by the time we got to July 2021, I was down to like 218. At one point, I got down a little bit further. I got down to 215. Wow. And, you know, so now, now I'm walking around at about 245, 250. I put on some uh, some more muscle bulk. Okay. 
So now I'm, you know, I'm reevaluating. I'm switching up my eating habits Mm -hmm. so I can cut again. I want to cut down and get a little bit slender again because I've got the muscle mass. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still wearing the same stuff. It's just I want to sort of cut down a little bit. Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, if anyone needs to, you know, the motivation, you should follow Brian on 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 Twitter. What's your what's your Twitter handle? At Brian Tan Author, B R Y A N T A N N. Yep, I'm all I'm posting on there quite a bit. You can also find me on Facebook at Brian Tan Author as well. Um, if you're on Instagram at author Brian Tan, noticing a theme there. Yep, yep, yep. All <laughs> and, done. <laughs> uh, and I'm also a certified level two DDP yoga instructor. Um, that that's recent. I'm yeah. very, very proud of that. Oh, congratulations. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And just, to, just to, even the before and after shots are, are, are really motivational to see. And there's some great video clips too, of your journey and stuff. So I highly recommend the follows. Um, if, if you, you know, are thinking about making some, some improvements to your lifestyle, uh, definitely, uh, very motivational. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not easy but it's worth it. Exactly. All right, here we go. How are you now? Uh, tonight's lineup is going to be Matt, Tanya, Victor, Al, and our guest Brian has last word. Matt, how have you been the last couple of weeks? Or last week, I guess. Um, I've been all right. It's been, a, I'll, I'll be honest, it's been a bit of an emotionally draining week. Mm-hmm. Uh, work's been very stressful. Lots going on. Um, finding myself in new territories, challenging myself, but, uh, you know, that, that's that been fun. Uh, work, doing some, as you notice, you've already called, I've moved around in my office space here we're doing some construction trying to build some interior walls here to make this space a little more yeah i miss your wall of hats it's it's not i know i know but did you see the train victor there's a train i noticed the train oh you didn't see it go oh you weren't paying attention when 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 the intro was happening a train was going by no i'm i missed the train so so you can see right through your backyard to the where the go train that's my window aaron called it out in the chat and victor didn't see it everyone else saw it but victor pay attention man nice um so that that was that Uh, my eyes were on brian all right all right fair enough who can blame him man that's all right there'll Um, be another one in a a half hour so yeah (laughs) and then um i actually had a very uh uh, frightening Monday. Oh. Uh, so the weekend was pretty low key. My little guy was sick. We didn't really do Thanksgiving. Um, it can Canadian Thanksgiving it was last weekend. Oh, um, so it was very low key, but Monday evening. So that was Thanksgiving here. Um, I was getting my little guy who's just about to turn three ready for bed. And he's playing in his bed. The one that I built in there that I posted online. It's mm-hmm. got a little railing on the edge. Um, and I call, I said, come with me. Let's go to the bathroom. And as he was getting out of his bed, he put his hand on the railing and slipped and fell right on his neck. Onto. Oh, so I'm going to, I'm going to, before I tell any more, he's fine. Okay. So he's fine. Cause yes. this is going to get scarier. Oh. Um, so he fell onto his neck and, and kind of bounced off the railing and of course started crying. And I'm like, Oh God, okay, here we go. So I pick him up. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're okay. You're okay. And he's screaming louder than I've ever heard him scream before. And Jen comes running up the stairs um, she's like, is everything okay? I'm like, no, he just fell. He's her. But then about f- a few seconds later, all of a sudden we look at him and he starts turning blue oh, and God. he goes completely limp and unconscious in my arms. What? Yeah. Like to the point, like he had stopped breathing for a couple seconds. It freaked, like oh, we were in full pain. So I quickly sat down. I thought, oh my God, did he like break his neck or something? Yeah. Yeah. The way he, he didn't fall very far, mm-hmm. but He's three. Yeah, it's three. And and hmm. what had happened? I'm like, oh my god. So we're in panic mode. I sit down. Jen runs, calls an ambulance. 
Um, we call 911. They get here in like minutes, thankfully. Um, I hadn't moved an inch since that happened, right? I'm laying on the ground, just coddling him, like trying not to move his necks. He's come to now. Like mm-hmm. I was about 10 seconds later, he kind of came to, but he's not moving. He's just kind of looking at me in shock. And I'm like, you're okay. Just sit still, bud. Um, ultimately we, we got rushed to the hospital. Uh, we got in pretty quick, got checked out. He was fine. What mm. the doctor said was what they think happened was when he fell. And I don't know if you've ever been hitting the neck pretty hard. It could wind you. Right. Right. And, yep. and like, it feels like you get like choked out for a second. So mm. I think that's probably what happened by his own weight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then that, right. Yeah. And then that triggered some kind of a shock reaction, which caused him to, go to go momentarily unconscious so they didn't do any tests they they did a very thorough check on him they're like but we're confident he's fine he just reacted very um crazy and i get it scary but he's fine they let us go but let me tell you that like especially that 10 15 seconds there when he went out before he opened his eyes again was probably probably 10 15 seconds scariest seconds of my life i bet um imagine it was just it was a shit show so that was a lot to handle on monday and we were so thankful on thanksgiving that he was okay um but fuck it just shows you how fast something can happen right it was just an innocent little move and he stepped and slipped and yeah i'm very thankful he's fine but fuck was it a very stressful night (laughs) oh i can imagine my god man yeah so just love the ones around you don't ever take any moment for granted it's uh it's I'm just thankful he's fine. But yeah, it was it was not fun to go through. But that was been my weekend. I mean, it hasn't been positive. There's been a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, but I'm hoping this is going to bring me back up because I need a laugh. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Uh, but maybe not just quite yet. Mm. I think there's going to be a common know, theme guys, happening right now. Tanya, how, how was your week? Uh, Matt, so thankful that your little guy is okay. Like mm-hmm. that is so scary. I don't even know if if I could have kept that together. That uh, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah um so glad to hear that he's go okay um this week has been so busy and so trying on so many levels um so i was sick um so that happened mm-hmm. um and my but never a, a positive covid test but never a positive covid test so yeah all i i reference that covid uh for our house at least um because we have not had it yet that we know of um, it's like labor pains. Like we, you, it's like uh, if any woman has ever had a child, it's like you go through this period with, with the, the first where it's like, is that it? Is that what I'm waiting for? Is that what the labor feels like? And so with this cold, I tested myself for six days going, okay, it's gotta be COVID. And, um, I was always negative. So I guess it, I, I've, I've still avoided it, but I mm-hmm. uh, don't know how. Um, my, my mom went in for double knee replacement surgery on oh, Wednesday. Geez. Um, and so I haven't been able to see her cause I'm sick. Um, so, and, and with the, the kids can wait, we call them Petri dishes with the Petri dishes in school and all the colds going on right now. Um, we've, we've just left it to telephone conversations and stuff. So she's doing well. And uh, she rocked the stairs and was able to come home um, five days after surgery. I think it was. Would have been um, sooner, but uh, yeah, they had they kept her for you know. Yeah. Um, for so precautions. so she uh, she got to come home and she's still recovering. And oh my gosh, I had to laugh because uh, my father was was calling and and we were ch- chatting and he was saying that uh, he was going to see if we could do a a, a video call 
but then found out that um, um, the internet um, to, to get on the hospital Wi-Fi was going to be $9 a day. And I'm like, okay, so, so dad, I'm just going to tell you though, like in the grand scheme of things, you get free healthcare. So really $9 (laughs) for, for, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, you paid zero for that double knee replacement. So, or maybe for parking, he paid for parking. He paid for parking. I'll tell you what, man. Parking and internet, that's where they fucking get you. I'm like, to be fair, to be fair, I, I, at a principle, I would find it tough paying nine dollars a day for internet would you after hearing yeah. all the stories from our friends uh, yes. and, and yes. the, i yes. just I, I would i would i would i would barter with them is all I'm really <laughs> with the, oh my you God. can't barter with the hospital you know better you'd be, than you'd be just you'd be sweet talking some yeah. sort of nurse or, or mm-hmm. doctor into their password <laughs> number or something and say victor's the kind of person that will hang himself just so he can go to the pearly gates and argue his way into heaven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. Yeah. That yeah. sounds, that sounds very much like a, uh, like a Russian proverb or something that uh, Victor grew up hearing. Yeah. So I, I, I found that quite comical mm-hmm. when my, when my dad was, was having an issue with the $9. I'm like, dude, like, does your nah. dad have any things like he's into? Like, you know, Victor has his trains. I have my Funko Pops and my video games. Uh, he's a whittler. He he likes to uh, work with sticks and wood and and build things. And um, yeah, he just creates. He's now, does he get like super picky about it? The wood, like he won't just walk outside and like, hey, this tree branch will be good. Like, no, he's, he's like, good with that. Like, he goes out, forages wood, and comes yeah. home and, and oh, makes. He wood. has okay. bear stories. Like, like driftwood he, he goes, stuff. He yeah. goes into the woods yeah. and. Gotcha. and yeah, because I was gonna say, with all the stuff that you do for your various hobbies, nine dollars for internet, cheapo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're... But, but but your dad is fighting bears off in the in the Canadian wilderness with yeah. like politely fighting the bear. I might add. Yeah, so I yeah. Guess politely. <laughs> Would you mind just moving over so I can get this? Yeah. Um, so there was that. Um, oh my God. I don't even remember everything else, but, um, so fast forward into today, uh, we received unfortunate news, um, about one of our dear friends, um, that, uh, passed away, um, a couple of days ago. And, uh, so we, we just received that news today and, um, um, just in the shock of it, um, but trying desperately to, Remember all the good stuff and, um, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's been a rough day that way. But you Um, have good news. uh, Yeah. So had to shake that off and, um, I had a meeting today and, uh, my meeting was, uh, with my new boss cause I got hired. Huzzah. Thank you. Um, so that's going to happen and I'm back in the working world so I can uh, complain that I'm working too much just like you guys. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and we're getting ready for our daughter's, um, birthday coming up on Saturday. That's yep. the other thing that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. I, my, my brain's not working. It's been a week. I'm functioning at, um, so what is she, 10 now? Nine. She's going to be nine. Yeah. I was and, close. Yeah, um, you were close. Well done. And I have taken on so much on this birthday. Um, we, I, I, may, I don't even know. I don't know why I do it to myself, really. Actually, I really well, do. Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. 
you have fault. you have been unemployed now for almost a year. So. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Um, You've had time. So <laughs> I, yeah, we, I made the birthday party invitations. She decided she wanted to do um, Harry Potter theme. And so nice. we have Harry Pottered the, the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a bouncy castle cause it's a castle and uh, we have uh, floating envelopes coming out of the fireplace. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, we have floating candles over the table where they'll be having uh, their lunch uh, we have nine and three quarter uh, curtains that you have to go through in order to get onto the platform. Oh, you extra thing. clever now. Oh, oh, yeah. You I, should stack some cinder blocks on one, <laughs> behind one. Just behind one. So can not run into a wall. Um, You're mean, yeah. Brian. You're mean, man. I love it. But whoa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Feel muggle as they run into it. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, you little mud blood. Yeah, only magic people can can come into the party. You're a muggle. Stay outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I I, I created a a new kind of yeah. It's taken on a life of its own. But uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And uh, oh my god, I even I even got a boa to get the feathers because I couldn't find feathers. And putting feathers in the uh, invitation, like the owl was delivering them, and uh, oh, it, nice. I've like gone to every detail. So, yeah, pretty proud of all of those little little details. But uh, yeah, should be fun. Excellent, Victor. How's how have you been? Well, I did, didn't uh, attempt to kill my children, and I didn't have an, I don't have any other sad news to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell Matt, something happy then. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, though, though, Matt, I am reminded not to make light of things, but I think it's important that we do. Um, is is uh, I'm reminded of your carpentry skills on <laughs> yeah. Twitter, uh, right. and and I'm just thinking next time you have to build a bed for any of your kids or anything like that, just give me a call. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was reminded of my carpentry skills this, this evening as well when I tried to build a wall and it didn't fit. So they're getting better, I swear. Yeah. In his defense, there's no reason to believe that it was a design flaw in, in, in the bed. Hey, I've hurt myself on beds that you can buy from the store. So, all right. All no, right. so the one thing that did happen though is when, when the paramedics came in, I was still sitting in the room beside the bed and she went to sit on that railing and I kind of said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> We're going to have to get another ambulance if you do that. It's, it's not, it's not, it's more decorative. You're like, I know who anything. built that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. That's Self a load bearing. This is important. It's not load bearing. Be yeah. careful. That's a, that's not a load bearing poster. So, Amazing. so I will, so I will share a funny anecdote. Um, speaking of whittling, um, if you guys remember, and, and hobbies, if you guys remember when you were younger, uh, cheese and crackers, I don't know if they still sell those things, but they used to come with a little red oh, stick. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, remember yeah. Those I still crush those boys. things. Man. Those were awesome. I yeah. wish yeah, I could yeah. eat those. Well, what I used to do is I used to um, uh, carry um, a knife with me everywhere I went. Um, back then, <laughs> schools were okay with that. You and were that guy. Time, and at lunchtime, I was I would actually take the red stick and I would carve it into a kitchen utensil. You and- made a shiv, is what you made. <laughs> a shiv, yeah. <laughs> well, wait. So I had I had every wait. kind of a knife that you can imagine, but the very first thing that I ever ever carved was a spatula, and and so uh, and I still have it to this day. I'll, uh, I'll for the next next time we have a podcast, I'll share with you guys uh, for the benefit of the listeners. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, so that's so uh, that's uh, you know that's another hobby that I. Uh, uh, on the I live stream, Joy just said you were raised in the gulag, weren't you? <laughs> well, gulag at first. Well, yeah, first he broke. First it was the gulag. <laughs> It'd have been there funnier if he would. It would have been funnier if he just slept in his blue egg. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, aside from that, um, you know, just a busy work week. And uh, next ne- next week, I will actually be in the office. Um, I think every day uh, because we're flying in what? our we're flying in our global uh, learning and development team from all over the world to Toronto. Do you even uh, still have an office? I thought your office was like shuttered. It's, no, it's no, no. We've uh, on Bay and Adelaide. Uh, I'm on 45th floor, but uh, there's probably like a, a thick layer. Well, that's of like right there. downtown. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. We're right in the middle. And, yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah. I, I don't go in, but I'll have a reason to go in next week. I'm looking forward to actually seeing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, so anyway, that'll, that'll be fun. You, you guys should like travel around downtown in a minivan and let us know how it goes. <laughs> there you go <clears throat> all right oh that's funny. my week i've been so fucking busy with work uh working on the third episode of season three of yes we are open coming out soon uh that's keeping me busy thanksgiving was you know it was great we we spent it we we had lunch at uh, my parents house so for the first oh, time yeah. with the family thanksgiving in two years uh so that was nice uh to do uh, but unfortunately, that meant it was a shortened work week, so I've been busy with the podcast this week. Um, and then Reservation Dogs, we finished that up uh, oh, yeah. this week, and that yeah, was yeah, I do gotta finish that. That was good. Spoilers, I'm still got three episodes. Okay, so good. Yeah, it's a great show. It's a, it's it, it's a it's so well written, mm-hmm. and it does a good job at being funny without being over the top. And yeah. I got a kick out of Mark Marin being in an episode. That was a lot of fun to see him in that. I'm a big you got to go and watch his freaking show. Yeah, I will for sure. I'm a I'm a fan of his podcast. So uh, any chance I have to and and his stand up. So any chance I have to see him uh, now, I'm like looking for those opportunities. Uh, and then as as Tanya alluded uh, this morning, I, I I received some gut punch news that a, a good friend of ours, Max, uh, you know, passed away a couple of days ago. Still don't know what happened yet. It's just a shock. I mean, he was, you know, not a, an old guy. He was like my age and uh, leaves behind a wife and two kids. It's just tragic. And and he's the only Jamaican I've ever traveled with. Was allergic to the sun. That was allergic to the sun. <laughs> we've traveled together. We've worked together. He came, He and his wife came to Portugal with us one year. It's just... When we got when I got the news this morning, I, I couldn't believe it, and uh, I'm still without words. I couldn't focus all day with on work, so this is actually going to be a really great distraction. Um, but yeah, um, I'm glad we we can do this so that I, we can laugh a bit tonight because uh, I was not in a laughing mood at all today. Um, anyway, so that's been my week, and uh, and yeah, my and. and veronica's birthday this saturday so it's, it's been a lot to, and uh it it's not slowing down anytime soon for me or or for tanya so now that she's got a job she's it's gonna even pick up more and uh i'll have to pick up the slack i guess where where everyone's back yeah, to work. everyone's back to work anyway so that's been us uh brian how have you been bud oh boy it's been very very busy and very very frustrating um it's been great too in a lot of ways um I, as I already said, I went down to um, Atlanta to um, basically be interviewed to celebrate the fact that uh, the man himself, Diamond Dallas Page, is having a 
WWE A&E biography done about him. So, you know, I talked to the, uh, the camera crew of the WWE for a few minutes about my experiences um, with DDP yoga, got some kick-ass workouts going on. Um, let's see, got my level two certification. Although my car, and I guess mm. my bit of frustration <laughs> is nowhere near the difficulty that you guys have been having. Um, I went to go to my uh, base lesson tonight and my car would not go out of park. And I just got the thing last July. So I called the guy who I, the, um, sales guy and he goes no you're still within your um your warranty i'm like oh thank god because so i told my wife i'm like yeah you're calling out of work tomorrow yo because i'm not waking up to carry you to work across town (laughs) so um i'm like wait i'm now waiting on the tow truck to come so they can tow it back to the dealer nice um but i mean other than that it's just been you know building, you know, taking my clients, you know, that I teach classes with, um, trying to get through school, which is a pain in the balls. And um, (laughs) although what's kind of funny, and I found it very hilarious, last week on a whim, I started watching the Final Destination movies because they're on HBO Max. Oh, boy. (laughs) All five of them. Oh, man. And then I finished the fifth movie about last Friday. And then I got on a plane on Tuesday. So I'm checking the plane to make sure that none of the paint's peeling on the outside. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm not going to have Tony Todd give me some weird premonition crap. No, 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 no. But um, otherwise, you know, we're still doing the Plotaholics thing. We're yeah, on our, yeah. um, our fourth annual Listener's Choice Halloween. Been listening where- to it. It's been great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this week, this week's episode is going to be Tales from the Hood, which I'm very excited for. <laughs> but all three Tales of the Hood movies are on Hulu. So I'm going to be watching all three. Um, next week is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which Shane has been waiting for since we started the Plotaholics. No. And then we're going to be finishing off with um, Insidious. So that, that that's going to be fun. Very that cool. The movie? Yeah, is that the one where the little kid's head gets ripped off? Oh, oh that sounds scary. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not well, a big horror movie <laughs> fan, so I'm living vicariously through you guys, but yeah. uh, still enjoying the podcast for sure. Thank, thank you, <laughs> appreciate it. Um, but yeah, otherwise, man, um, it, it's it's business as usual with um Casa de Tan, you know. All right. Well, I mean, after the week we've all had, I think we all need a bit of coffee. What do you guys think? Well, I can use a coffee. So let, let's listen to this uh, these words from our sponsor. Hey there, how are you now? Good and you? Not so bad. You want to talk about coffee? I was going to say coffee squirreling, Dan, as in diabolical coffee. Okay, I am sorry for my outburst earlier. Apology accepted, cunt. Now, as I was saying, they got the stuff at the produce stand. Isn't that right, Dickskin? Dickens. And maybe we should let Glenn handle the read? Well, it is devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. And speaking of swag, I've designed some new t-shirts. Want to see? <clears throat> There's a roast for all tastes. You can order bean, whole bean. Can I get a course? We've got a course. Let's get standard grind. Standard grind going once. We got espresso in the back. K-Cups really should be part of this conversation. Use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for not 10, not 15, but 20. That's 20% off the purchase of any coffee or merch. What if I get a bit of both? 
Well, then that's 20% off your total purchase for a grand total of 20% off. Sold. Speaking of merch, I've got these t-shirts. That's enough, Pastor. Last time I had coffee this good, I was down Dominican with a few buddies. These tasties. McMurray. <clears throat> Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric, for your support. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you for the support. This kind of reminds me, uh, we have arrived on the episode that we're doing the next table read for with uh, Dean and Tiara on the oh. How Are You Now podcast. It's going to yeah. be the relationships episode, finally. Yay. I cannot wait. I can't That's wait. Be so much fun. That's good. Think about that. That's attentions ah. paid cold open. That's a bunch of Glenn. That's a, that's the the three dates. That's the the matchmaker. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, uh, man. Wow. And this one? Um, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Have you been know following along the DM group? For I that? have not okay. been following. I, I hope the next letter, Kenny. I hope that there's there's Glenn. Like oh, this is gonna be I've fun. been watching some with uh, our son, and um, <laughs> we just. Wa- I don't even remember what the name of the, the. It was the one that they were um like the Shark Tank, yeah. where they had the five thousand Uncle Eddie's Trust. That's it. Oh yeah. And and Glenn cool. in there with the choir boys and him just going <laughs> like so yeah just nuts. And I'm like, oh, Miss Glenn. Yeah, we'll have more Glenn, I'm sure. Anyway, speaking of support, welcome to new Twitter, Twitter followers: Keith Ashcraft, uh, Chris from Indiana. Allison from Colorado, Lisa Foster, Titus, Christopher Missioni, uh, Fletcher the Folky from Buffalo, J2 from Glasgow, Scotland, uh, Kim Huggett from Overland Park, Kansas, Charles Crawford from Fishers, Indiana, Rocky Buckland from Vancouver, M, Aaron Neville's Mole from Folsom, uh, California, Bruce Fry from Padden City, uh, Leia, uh, Johnny Five from the from in the mountains somewhere, uh, Catherine from <laughs> Catherine from OKC, Todd Tomlinson, Kim Tim Kemp from Kentucky, Heather from uh, Canada, Matt Lee from Skokie, Illinois, uh, Greg Ciccelli from Mawa, New Jersey, Mawa, New Jersey, uh, Larry Heisel from Tampa, Florida, Mike, Dan Bradley from um, March, England, Steve Ventura from Pittsburgh, Dan Harris from Pierre Pont Manor, New York. The Grateful Monk from Niagara, Ontario. Allison C. from Southside Pittsburgh. Ryan Lusardi. Shannon from HTX. Adam from Minnesota. I see what you did there. The Real Barbie's Husband. MCL44. <laughs> Senor Jota Jota from Titusville, Florida. I almost said Titsville there. Uh, Lonesome Lance. Chef uh, Gino from Chilin, um, or Sh- Shailen, Washington. Um, Jen from... Mechanicsville, Virginia. I looked that up. There's an actual town called Mechanicsville. Uh, Quiet Your Mind. Anthony Viola from Temecula, California. Luke Billman. Amanda K. Carr. Joe Gaudet from Lynn. Massachusetts. Luke, I miss Jason. Luke Billman. uh, Amanda K. Carr. Cutler! (laughs) Ken Jones. uh, Mech3. Mac Dad three something like that. The Gambit. train, the train, Boston. Oh, there's train. a train. There's a train. <laughs> I see it. Or, yeah, G- Gambit train. B- Baseball, the Comeback Kid, aka Zach Complete from Austin, Texas. Illist, uh, it's energy from my house. Krista from Mentor, Ohio, and C. Gennaro from Mansfield, Texas. Wow, thank you for following and hopefully for hopefully listening. For listening previously. <laughs> On Letterkenny. Last week, we had a few dozen of our closest friends over for an Ag Hall social. It was a cahoot. Uh, We had a great time, and uh, uh, Aaron Aaron was the big winner for the the trivia, so we had a lot of fun there. This week, we're joined by our buddy Brian Tan. Uh, He's going to kick out his favorite Letterkenny Shorzy moments. Now, there's a difference. We've already had... 
uh, we had Chad on to kick out his favorite Shorzy moments from the actual show Shorzy. These are the Letter Kenny moments, the Shorzy moments on Letter Kenny. So just so we're not repeating ourselves here. So uh, uh, well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus, Brian. Let's talk about first of all. You know, you know, how did you pick these uh, clips? Well. I was looking for the ones that, A, made me laugh the absolute hardest. Mm-hmm, okay. Because anytime Shorzy's on screen, I laugh my ass off. But there was one in particular that I had to throw on there because that was my introduction to Letterkenny. Okay. I, I'm not even 100% sure. Oh, I was on TikTok. One of the last days that I was on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And someone had this episode. They, they had um, that um, that one clip when um, Shorzy is doing pull-ups right. and he's chirping at Riley and Jonesy. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm watching this thing. Like I watched it at least 10 times mm-hmm. and I shared it <laughs> to my Facebook and I'm like, what is this? This is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And a buddy of mine goes, Oh, that's a show called letter Kenny. And I was like, what is this Kenny of letter? <laughs> and I was like, I think it's on Hulu. So I got real excited. I went over to Hulu and there it was. And I was hooked for mm-hmm. life. So it was like love at first sight, basically. But it start. It all started with Shorzy. It all started, which with is Shorzy. so interesting because yeah. so many people, yeah, are are very hot and cold with Shorzy. He's, he's so my least favorite be, character. Yeah, yeah. For him to be the one that drew you in is uh, it, it was definitely one. Shorzy drew me in, mm-hmm. but Wayne and Wayne and the Hicks kept me around. All right. right, because here's because here's the thing with Shorzy, and one of the things that I even said among those clips is that it took 10 seasons for Shorzy to be a strong enough side character to become a lead character. It took a lot of time. Yeah. I don't even think though. I mean, I think even when they announced that it was, he was going to be the spinoff. I still wasn't sure. Everyone was shocked because there was not, there didn't seem to be a lot of meat on that bone. So given, given that since Shorzy was kind of your intro, your, your gateway to letter Kenny, what did you think of the the spinoff? I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so great because the here's the thing, because as a writer, I look at all characters in a particular way. And I think that very, very strong side characters have to have the strength to be able to be lead characters one day. Sure. Um, you see, you saw it with Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, if James Marsters wanted to keep playing Spike into his 50s, he definitely could have carried that. Um, I don't think, as, as popular as Eliza Dushku's Faith was, I don't think she could have carried her own show as the character. Mm-hmm. So, but with Shorzy, it was a pleasant surprise of how strong of a character he is. And that's just a testament to how great of a writer mm-hmm. Jared Kiso is. Yeah. For sure. Agreed. Yeah. To be able to do that. I think in this case, it was kind of the opposite of what you're saying, though. There was nothing yeah. there. It was a one-dimensional was character. Really nothing. Yeah, he was really, he was yeah. literally just there to run his mouth. Yeah. But because Jared Hiso is such a great writer, mm-hmm. he was able to make more for this character. So, and I really enjoyed the looks into his backstory with his 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 foster dad and his siblings. Yeah, there's a lot there that, that they could that. really mine. Yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is that it did not depend on letter kenny at all no you're right which was amazing yeah matt you were gonna say something sorry yeah i was just gonna echo what you said i mean it really was always one note so Mm -hmm. they had a blank slate to really basically break any assumption that we ever had about him 
in the series and that's what they did they just took it and ran with it and developed something we didn't expect and we're very very happy about it so yeah all right well let's get this rig rolling i'm gonna share my screen here uh one moment please share screen with sound and uh so brian when you gave me your clips you didn't really give them to me in any particular order There's so no real order so i did put them in an order well, so I'll, I'll play each clip and then you can kind of talk about why you picked it how, how why don't we do that yeah sure because what i tried to do knowing how much victor especially loves some of these scenes is i tried to space out the uh the toilet scenes because <laughs> I, I know how much victor loved them so um here we go Are ready? you sarcastically saying victor yes love them all right absolutely uh and but get ready prepare yourself for some amazing sound design because <laughs> <laughs> the sound design is is probably the star of a lot of these scenes. Here we go. Brian's top letter Kenny Shorzy moments. Number eight. Okay, bro, workout program. Go. Got to start with burpees, buddy. Just rip and burpee box jumps, buddy. Fifty burpees, fifty push-ups. Fifty burpees, fifty push-ups. Stairs. Protein break. Just ripping skull crushers. Just ripping force reps. Force reps, supersets. Bird up, just ripping any gravity press. Just ripping advanced kettlebell windmill. Just ripping barbell hack squats. Just ripping drop sets. Just ripping Swiss ball jackknives. Just ripping silly animal stats. Just ripping bent over, rear delt raise with head on bench. Fucking delts to die for, buddy. Just ripping cable rope, overhead tricep extensions. Hashtag no excuses. Hashtag beach <laughs> Legs. Hate doing legs. Let's skip leg day. That's the best ass wash your life right there, boys. Look at the hustle on All right. That was there the whole it. time. Can we go back uh, yeah. a little bit and pause? <laughs> no, we're not it, doing that. It oh, I can so just watch great. it again over here. There you go. That, that is so great. That is so <laughs> oh my great. I mean, it's you, so. It's you so gotta sh- wonder. <laughs> For, you know, the first thing I thought of when I saw that. How is this dude not drowning from the dick water? <laughs> the dick water. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, so, you just talked me out of what I was going to try tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, but I mean, I love how it's so short, but it's so effective. Mm. And um, I believe this is probably among the first times um, yes. uh, via canon that yeah. we see Shorzy. This is our introduction to the Shorzy character. Oh, was it? Uh, this is from uh, season one, episode four, Wingman Wayne. This is the first time we hear Shorzy. And you can even tell, like, the voice he uses isn't uh, high-pitched or anything. He isn't trying to disguise him that, that it's Kiso. He doesn't even, right. He doesn't have the, the fake hair um, or anything like that, which probably would have been tough to, to keep in the shower. But, yeah, um, yeah it's uh, <laughs> it was definitely a memorable debut for sure. It felt like a season one uh, McMurray, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Undeveloped. Yeah. yeah that McMurray was always a piece of shit. Was that Victor? <laughs> I was going to say, there's nothing seductive about male nudity. <laughs> you freaking prude. I disagree. You're a prude. Yeah, Tanya disagrees. And and uh, I mean, the point we've, we've made it a bunch of times before in this series, there's um, the only nudity we ever see is male nudity. We never see. Right. Yeah. We never That's see true. female nudity. That we see, true. you know, a lot of scantily clad females, but never, yeah. We see, we but see, you know what? It's time. Ghost yeah. And, no, and, sure. and that's one thing I appreciate about this uh, show is that it mm-hmm. flips the nail on the head yeah. and it, it does what the other shows don't. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, that was absolutely one of the, the first things was male nudity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I have to agree. I, honestly, I love that point by you, Tanya, because while I noticed it, I love, I mean, I never realized how cool I thought it was because yeah, how many times in most shows that are R-rated, Mm-hmm. they take that opportunity to be like Porky's the TV show. We're yep. seeing female nudity, but never male mm-hmm. at all. So I think it is Absolutely. about that time where the males. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? what? It's Porky's true. Porky's had some dick in it. Did it? Porky's Not as much as it had tits. Sho- you remember that shower scene tits. where she grabs onto it and she starts pulling it? Yes, I do remember. <laughs> I do remember, but there were way more tits in Porky's no, 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 than there were dongers. Sure, sure. I don't think that's the argument. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in general, in general, Porky's aside, in general, but, but, there but, are usually more women being women. displayed. Kenya, I agree with you 100%, yeah. but mm-hmm. before you put Letter Kenya on a pedestal, Mm. I mean, oh, yeah, yes, you get to see a lot of Shorzy's, short, mostly Shorzy n- nude, but I mean, come on, all the ladies they use and they, they and um, and Katie is walking around half nude half the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, no. but uh, but but don't you know, like, sure, she's not naked, but there's there's still a lot of it's equal se- parts, sexuality. But yeah, equal parts for sure. Yeah, it's so all about balance. They show them half the time, and then they show Ryan McDonald's dick in Jersey. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know it's all yeah, about yeah. balance. Mm-hmm. But the, the but I'll say this though: the male nudity and I'm mean, in all seriousness, it's not done in a sexy way. Mm-hmm. No, the it's ladies, not. No, it's the not ladies, at all. but the ladies are always sexy. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know what I mean. So yes, they're doing their part, but you know, well, I but don't it's because you don't find men sexy. I think some of the yeah. female, no, no, female no, no, watchers no, would this, disagree. No, no, but Al, that's not my point. No, no, like I, no. Put it, the point. Aside. The point is, is that. The men are, it's just guys being naked in the shower. Mm-hmm. There's nothing sexual where Gail is constantly dry humping. Exactly. Mrs. McMurray exactly. is always. So it's almost like women are still made to be sexy and men are just there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's almost a women's empowerment where the women are, are, are in those um, situations and they're given the, the opportunity to be and, and act and, and, and. Oh, I, I don't yeah. disagree. I also, I, I, I'm on board with you on yeah. the female empowerment because mm-hmm. when you look at the polyamorous relationship between um, Jonesy, Riley and Katie, yeah. Katie is obviously in, in control of that. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even in Wayne's relationship, mm-hmm. He's not really, he's not a dominant figure in the relationship. No, no. no. he's completely yeah. in control of that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. And even in every, it seems like in most all the relationships in this show, the woman is in charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The most dominating characters across both series are all women. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, and I don't know, Riley and Jonesy, they've shown their uh, butt cheeks quite a few times, and that's kind of sexy. And, and our friend Casey in the live stream says, I find guys who shower upside down like that sexy. So, you know, she, she begs. Come to on. Even with he the can, dick water? He can, like, <laughs> hold his own weight. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Let's go to, let's, let's see what your next pick is here. Right. Number seven. We've been there. Boys, boys. <laughs> I love these guys. What is that, you little bitch? What's the red stuff, Schmelz? Shred the red boys. Shred the red boys. Less meals, all wheels. Protein powder program. Meal suppies. Meal sketty looks like this, boys. Breakfast. Shreddies. Lunch. Shreddy the reddies. Dinner. Spaghetti. <laughs> 
Shout out to the sound design in that one. Uh, the splashes, just perfect. Yeah. Just, the, the splashes are great. The splashes are amazing. I'll tell you what, the only time I've heard splashes better than that is when Craig's dad is talking to Craig in Friday. Uh, um, don't know the reference, but we'll take you over. You've word never for watched it. Friday? Friday? No. Oh, Friday is so funny. What is oh, it? You've never fun. seen Al, Friday? Am I your only black friend, Al? No. No. <laughs> but, but uh what's friday yeah. it's the it's the ice oh cube God. film chris tucker ice cube. oh okay no i haven't I, seen oh, it so felicia funny. yeah that's where by felicia comes from yeah mm. it's like a pair it's almost like a parody of boys it's, it's mm. one of the funniest fucking movies like you it absolutely i'll go back this is your homework for the okay week. I, I, I will check it out. I need to it's laugh a these days. Uh, so that one there was from uh, season three, episode four, Lazy Heeks, one of our favorite episodes, or Bats, yeah, anyway. Lazy Heeks is definitely a great episode, and mm-hmm. that was a great break from the uh, the main episode. Um, but I definitely picked that once again because the one thing about um, all of Shorzy's appearances on Letterkenny is that they're rarely ever longer than a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times the shorter ones... <laughs> Yeah. And a lot of the times the shorter ones are the funniest ones because let's let's be real for people like Al and Victor who don't like the long shitting sounds and whatnot. Oh, or, I don't mind the sound effects. I, well, I just get well, bored after a while of the, well, the yeah, chirping. Yeah. Or, like yeah, getting getting tired of the chirping. Like me, I love trash talk. Yeah. I mean, I, I still remember as a kid, I didn't like it as a kid because mm-hmm. I was always the one that was getting trash talked sure. and I didn't have anything witty to come back with. Yeah. But um it's it's just so great to hear, and it's it's just when you can do stuff rapid fire like that. Mm-hmm. That's comedic timing. That's presence. Oh, for you sure. You can't teach it. Yeah. Um, what did you think, Matt? It was great. It's fucking great. <laughs> the uh, the the three steps. They, yeah. I hit you. You hit the floor. The oh man, just it's. That show, I like. I, yeah. I, I but I like. I I'm with you, Al. Like a lot of his things, you get bored after a minute. Mm-hmm. Um. This one was short and sweet and effective yes, and agreed. just hit all the right notes and mm-hmm. then they backed away. So yeah. that's the perfect Shorzy moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very impactful without without boring you. Yeah. Um, I don't recall them ever doing that um, that camera angle over the, the, the yeah from the, yeah, the I top about that for a second. oh the over top view yeah is that the first and only time they've done that I, I think, can't remember yeah they they didn't really. From what I can remember, mm. I don't recall another shot being yeah. like that. I was surprised to see that one because um, that's not a typical angle. It's usually we get the feet. And I remember at times there was like no shoes and I had <laughs> oh, issue yeah, with that's that. That's coming up. That's coming up. That's I had issue yeah. with that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's gross, right. You did. Gross, gross, gross. 
Um, well, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Good scene. Yeah. From, from the shot thing, my take on that would be like it's one of those ones where they tried it. I don't think it was highly effective. I mean, it mm. was fun for the moment, but it wasn't a great shot. Um, so they probably didn't re- revisit it. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of liked, you know, where they're they're bearing down so much, <laughs> and and one of the the yeah, Riley he, or Jonesy holds on to the door, just kind of hold the door to really. He just kind of just bear down as like just hold on to the door because this one's well, gonna hurt. Like yeah, well, that's gonna give hemorrhoids I, if you I, push I too I imagine hard, after our trip that that that's what seasons lace Hicks. That's one of the earlier seasons. Yeah, that's season three. That, so they were probably yeah. So they were probably live on live on yeah that's probably an actual uh bathroom yeah so they couldn't hit the angle they really needed so they were to replicate that and say the shorezy locker room Mm -hmm. that they've got on set now um they could go a little higher up and give it a more there's no ceiling so they can go exactly they can give a more robust robust feeling to that whole shot Mm -hmm. and really so actually trying it again i'd be okay with it but i just don't think it worked in that and when they're limited angle victor yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I, you know, watch, watch, watch <laughs> this stuff. Is. So, like, who you watch it with, the mm-hmm. context, mm-hmm. the 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 mood, like it it. So those factors are so important. You know, if you're sitting around with your buds mm-hmm. watching a show like this, you're gonna you you're gonna basically you're you're not gonna be able to, you're gonna have to watch everything twice because you're gonna be laughing through so many scenes. Sure. Uh, and you know, you're sitting on a couch with your you know with your wife who's never seen the show before and and then a scene like this comes on and you're cuddling up and you're getting all romantic and then you're watching three guys having the shits uh, and then she's looking at it what the fuck are you asking me to watch like what what's wrong with you so what you're saying is linda didn't appreciate the splashes no no yeah and, that's, and so, that's definitely and, and, not a come here a and cuddle and, up and I, kind of show yeah, and if i recall correctly uh, in the, when we were doing the first season, mm. I think Tanya and I were both on the same side mm. of not being bit the biggest fans of those scenes. Sure. And again, and like I said, I'm not a prude. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, we 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 could sit and and have beers and watch these scenes like with a bunch of guys. It's a whole different ball game than if you're, you, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. so I that's that's where I'm coming from, right? Yeah. So I think those scenes are fine, but it all depends on the mood and the, and 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 the audience. On the live stream, uh, Joey says, "Did Victor just describe Netflix and chill? No, he described crave and misbehave. <laughs> that's what he described. crave and misbehave. I don't, you know, that scene kind of reminded me of our honeymoon." Oh. And- <laughs> and uh, the, whoa! And oh, the sound. Had the shits and, on your honeymoon. We both did. Nice. And the sounds and experiences. It was Mexico. You know the whole oh. uh, cuddling and Netflix and 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 cuddling and watching that. Yeah, that we had similar experience. Um, yeah, that, when, when we're the, still married twenty two years later, but yeah. that was that was our yeah, first. Yeah, but that was with each other. You weren't voyeuring other people no. having the shit. No, no. no, but we had uh, the experience <laughs> and and the joy of having a slotted, um, not a solid bathroom door, but a slotted bathroom door, kind of like I a see. blinds, if you will. And, I know. Um, I know. Well. And we were. Uh, stuck together uh, i mean we were lovingly with each other for uh two weeks of our honeymoon and uh, montezuma's revenge kicked in and, oh my god um, thank god we were there two weeks so the first week was a fucking write-off we couldn't leave our room it was we got, well, you, you guys were tested early oh so my god. we were tested very early in yeah. the in the in the marriage yes. and uh we survived there were moments where yeah there there was just you couldn't block the sound or smell <laughs> 
Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like you couldn't say that without laughing. Oh, man. So well, she's uh, having... I love what Adrian said in the chat. Sounds like it wasn't the only thing not solid in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, no. man. Tanya's having PTSD watching these yeah. scenes. All right, let's yeah. move on to the next <laughs> clip here. Uh, here we go. Number six. Yeah. Number six. Uh, have you know the Francophone broadcast RDS chooses me across the board. Frankie, get the monster burger out of your mouth, you fucking fat soul. Go have another Big Mac, you fucking hipple. Off to a hostile start hey. here at the Cary County Arena. Nothing wrong with fireworks off the hop, Kate. The Ontario-Quebec rivalry runs deep. Holy fuck, Frankie, you look like you love a good slice. You get axed from the show and just start hammering slices or what? The cup was a slice, you think you'd work a little harder, you fucking pizza face? <laughs> okay, that one was from uh, season eight, episode two, National Senior uh, Hockey Championship. You know what? I think this was the first time that I realized because I didn't get, I didn't do a whole bunch to find out about anything. I just wanted to watch. Sure. I think that was when I first realized that. Jared Kiso was short. <laughs> really? Eight seasons I in? <laughs> I'm, well, because here, well, because here's the thing. I think that I was just so getting into the story in sure. and of itself. You're giving awesome a coronary really... coronary right now, though. Well, <laughs> well you were watching or... it out of order, were you as well? No, no. I was starting from the start. It was just, oh, yeah. I guess, because my re- my deductive reasoning is that <laughs> Wayne is always fully covered. Yeah. So most of the time you see Shorzy, he's either working out, he's being a jock. Mm-hmm. So, because Wayne looks big, but he doesn't look like, like Shorzy at the time. You right. know what I mean? So that that's why. And then and then I think Awesome, when Awesome was talking about it and she <laughs> mentioned him being um, Shorzy, I was like, oh, I'm just going to run with that. <laughs> and then I saw it. I was like, huh, she was fucking right. <laughs> I'm just blown away. I mean, as one of your side favorite hobbies, you analyze and review <laughs> I know. media film content, and you didn't pick up that one of the lead characters doubled as a secondary character. Yeah, I, I was yeah. very, very He wasn't looking for it to, to, in I his defense. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't in plotaholic mode. I you was, were lost in the illusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On one part, yeah, but Brian. keep in mind, keep in mind that I also work from home. So a lot of the times I'm focusing on one monitor. Sure. I had Letter Kenny on the other monitor. All right. So I'm not watching all the time. I'm more listening. Listen, Brian, just take your I understand you, but I just want to share the information because just in case you don't know, it's not a safe place around here. You can't always share the truth. It, I do I, recall. I, I, feel, I, I do remember that yeah. now. Yeah. I thought it was. Awesome, awesome uh, makes a good point here. In this scene, she's we're foreshadowing some of uh, Shorzy's issues with weight, possibly. Uh, the way he mercifully, uh, merc- mercilessly goes after JJ Frankie JJ's and, and uses the and uses hippo in a derogatory way. <laughs> That's right, Victor took cool. issue with. Although I think him calling calling another human a, being a hippo means that they're a dangerous land animal because they will mess your day up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't start spreading propaganda. It's uh, they're actually you know they're just protecting their young, uh, and and you know what? You stay off their turf and they'll leave you alone. They're, what I heard. They're a loving animal. They, they, they. You know, the the the, the female hippos look after all of the children in the herd. Uh, it, they're they're wonderful animals. They're graceful underwater, uh, and and yes, they can run uh, uh, 
uh, about a hundred kilometers on, on land, but for short distances. Uh, oh, Jesus fucking Christ! Does a limbo have your kid over in the south getting ready to bite his fucking head off? Give your fucking balls a tub! Victor, I Why have to... just marry a fucking hippo, you cocksucker? Victor, I have to share with you, I was watching a documentary, and it did um, have a lot of hippo talk uh, in it, and I was I was thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'll have, you know, that for, there are a lot more people kill hippos than hippos kill people. So, uh, you know, what they, they always like to use the statistic that hippos, you, you know, uh, kill the most people and stuff like that, but they share land with each other and th- there's too much poaching that's going on. I'll be starting a fund me account later. And, and <laughs> um, Matt has a train. Oh, no, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's anyway, what, I'll tell you that I am 98% of the time on the animal side versus people, but I don't know, man. I saw a hippo just effortlessly bite a watermelon once. And yeah. What do you mean? What, what, what kind of an example is that? It killed the watermelon. So now you're scared of hippos. I don't, yeah. I don't feel that I have to explain my art to you. More. <laughs> you know, well played (laughs) yeah i guess if i've got a problem with hippos i have a problem with victor and i better marinate on that one there oh fuck all right uh i think we all had our say there um somebody who was oh uh, casey said that might be the softest thing uh victor has ever said i think she's- i want to do a whole episode where we just let victor talk about hippos i, I found right. that really interesting he is about yeah i did not i, I do victor the hippo um enthusiast man absolutely I, I dig it. yeah who knew here we go next one number five we gotta go to the source, buddy. It's our only hope, buddy. For that. I'm not helping you, tip fuckers, or those twats. Give your balls a tug. There's a lot on the line here, Shorzy. You want to talk about lines, you fucking loser? I woke up to your mom ripping dick dingers off my foreskin. Tell her to keep her hands off my scoops. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Jonesy. I made your mom come so hard they made a Canadian heritage man out of it and Don McKellar played my dad. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Riley. I made your mom so wet, Trudeau deployed a 24-hour infantry unit to stack sandbags around my bed. <laughs> Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you both. Your lives are so fucking pathetic. I ran a charity 15K to raise awareness for it, you fucking losers. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That was from season number four. Oh, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't. Damn. Oh, you premature. I did. My bad. <laughs> that was my bad. Uh, Hopefully I can go back. Charcy wouldn't have had that problem. No, you're right. All right, oh. here we go. That was from season five, episode five, back to back to back. Brian, oh, explain man. yourself here. I'll tell you what. I love the whole thing with like anytime Betty Ann and Marianne are involved, mm-hmm. I'm always there for it. I love them so much. And just that whole scene and scoops just gets me every time i don't know why when he says scoops makes me laugh so hard it just does but it's funny because riley and jonesy are like so desperate for shorzy to play ball and he is just not about that life he's like fuck you fuck them i don't care shorzy is raw as all hell and his no and it's just hilarious to me yeah there's some great chirps there the the charity chirp the the, oh, that's so the heritage. Tom McKellar was my dick. Or- yeah, the Canadian heritage <laughs> moment. That was that was some really good I stuff. I like there. the whole sandbag. 
the sandbag. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your mom to go touch my skins. <laughs> but uh, no overhead shot on that one. But that was also, it looked like it was a different bathroom and different locker rooms. But so. again, they yeah. like they even act with their feet for, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the whole putting your, stretching your legs out because you're cramping up <laughs> sitting on the toilet for so long. I think that's so much more telling in the moment than mm-hmm. the, ver- the overhead. You just, you take in those foot movements, like sure. I think I they did. They're so that. expressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Very good. And, and it's it's it once again shows the timing mm-hmm. and the writing. Like it just, you know, I think the letter Kenny does an amazing job of showing you that you don't have to break the bank to make quality programming. Mm-hmm. Right. You, know, you get a you get a lot of movies and television shows that they, they want to spend so much money on, you know, production and sets and blah, blah, blah. And it's just garbage, mm-hmm. you know? But with Letterkenny, it's like, yep, we can get this done for next to nothing. And yeah. It's just well, and it's, by the, it's, it's kind of out of necessity because it's a Canadian production, so they don't have a lot of money <laughs> to spend. Yeah, but I love true. the reveal of, of Coach was, was there the whole time, too, and, yeah. and his, his reaction. <laughs> That seems to be a recurring theme, right? Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, let's see. Next one here. I'll put it give it away. Number four. Dream notch in the bedpost, boys. Go. Dead or alive? Either. Go. Terry Fox. Good one. Great one. You know how much ass Terry Fox would get if he was still alive? You can start with mine. Ronzi. Go. Gretz. God. Good one. The great one. Riley. Go. Gretz. Yeah. Paulina. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Grande. Ariana. Graceful. Glorious. Gracias. Ariana Grande looks like she's a tit fucker. I'm giving the preschool your plate number. Sure is he? And Gretz's daughter is a married woman, you classless piece of shit. She wouldn't fuck you if you had Mario's dangles and Messier's dick. Fuck, fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Daxie. You wouldn't know what to do with the great one. He fires bigger rockets than Elon Musk. Oh, fuck you, Marianne. And fuck you, Ronzi. You're a marathon of dope. Terry Fox ran 3,400 miles in 143 days on one leg. If he were alive, he'd be getting handies from Hilton's and Hadid's. Fuck you, Betty Ann. If Terry Fox was alive, Giselle would be sliding into his DMs from Patriots games. Oh, fuck you, Marianne. Oh, if Terry Fox ran 143 days, he smashed 143 broads, and that's probably fucking light. Fuck you, Shorzy. If Terry Fox was alive, he'd have an interview show like Seinfeld. You mean comedians in cars getting coffee? Yeah, but it'd be called Canadians in cars getting blows. If Terry Fox was alive, he'd be smashing J-Law and J-Lo on ScarJo's boat. He'd be boating with Kylie Minogue. Let's get some fucking gyozas. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> oh man that's a good one that's a good one that's from uh ep- or season six episode three the city it's i got- have all the time in the world for marianne and betty ann i know right <laughs> and Absolutely. you throw and you throw them in together with shorzy there that is a triple threat of awesomeness right there yeah mm-hmm. you're not wrong i feel like there's like a real uh almost sense of mutual respect amongst them for them to be sitting next to him who's normally just a piece of shit and they're like it's like he they're they're his right hand people like just like here i am i'll get it started girls take over lay into them and and have your way and just lets them go and i i love everything about the power move there um i thought that was a great scene absolutely i love the moment uh before that um when uh ron and dax get a little excited when riley says that he'd want to 
nail a Gretzky as well. But then when he says no, it's Paulina, Paulina, Paulina Gretzky, yeah. and they're and, and they're let down was so so well done. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sorry, man. Dax, Dax, um, th- those guys would. I could see those guys being a um a, a power four way couple. I really could. <laughs> I could see them being the next super poly couple. Mm. <laughs> Couples. I should say that would make a good spinoff sitcom, you know, uh, Riley I, Jonesy, Ron and Dax. You know? <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, I really want, I want more of Marianne and Betty Ann, but the problem is, is that I don't know if people, if enough people would be ready for them to take more of the spot because you're going to need a new antagonist. Now that Shorzy is gone. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see Marianne and Betty Ann take that role. Well, the good news is, I believe I saw in their sh- uh, in some of the pictures yep. from season twelve, Letter Kenny that that they they just shot this month, that the two actresses were on oh, yeah? set. So yeah. they're I think yeah, they they're, did post some stuff about that. Yeah, I think they're at least nice. in one episode of season twelve. I can't remember if, if they were in for season eleven, but for season twelve, at least we will get more Marianne and Betty Ann. Good, good. I can't wait. What do you think of this, Matt? Yeah, I just like I said that I I led with that. I said that mm-hmm. I just loved the power move with the girls sitting there. The chirps were on point. Right. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was that was actually one of the better scenes mm-hmm. with them. I like when they're bouncing around, yeah, um, and sharing the spotlight <laughs> rather than just Shorzy dominating. Yeah, and that quick yeah. whip uh, conversation between them all. What about you, Tam? Absolutely. Betty Ann and Marianne. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Love them. Give me more. Love them Give so me more. Absolutely. More, more, more. They are so uh, quick witted and so um, they just, they hold their own in any of the scenes. They, and you know, I know I had uh issue at the beginning with them cause I didn't know what the hell they were talking about uh, with the whole mitt thing. But now that I know that I'm on board and I can, I, I, I can keep up. Okay. So one thing, one thing I, I quickly think when I'm watching all these and I hear all these endless chirps is I, I would love to know more about the writing process. And I like to believe, because I know there's a few people involved. There's a number of writers. Um, obviously, there, there's the core guys that do most of the stuff. But I like to believe that they have their own sort of um, little group chat and mm-hmm. they'll just randomly drop chirps in there. And there's like an ongoing endless list of chirps that they pull out <laughs> when they need to. Probably, so like, yeah. all right, we're, we're filling a scene. What do we got that we haven't used yet? And there's this like, just this catalog of things that they pull from like, all right, yeah, let's throw that one. Oh yeah. That one add that add to cart. Right. They're just kind of filling in the script with all the chirps that they build up over time. That, that's what I like to believe happens for the chirp part, but sure. that's just me. Victor, what do you think about this scene? Yeah, you know, it was uh, clever. Uh, obviously, there's great chemistry. Um, I think on the whole, like, it's not the funniest stuff, mm-hmm. right? It's not, let's not like belly laugh laughter uh, when you're when you're watching the scene from being, I don't think there's a single trip that kind of makes you fall off the chair like some of the other things, but but it's well done. It's uh, the, the timing is, is great and, and, and great chemistry between them. Mm-hmm. I think a yeah. lot, all the Terry Fox uh, callbacks and stuff, if you're a Canadian viewer, you, you appreciate that a lot more, especially. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think the focus was on that and they were trying to be mm-hmm. respectful in a, to a degree. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't want to take it over the line. I think that's where, you know, so you have to kind of take the good with the bad with that. Right. And I definitely got to echo Victor where are the chirps, the funniest chirps? No, mm-hmm. but it's, it's the chemistry sure. and it's the, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's great for what it is. 
You know what I noticed uh, too, because watching these two last clips back to back, pun intended, because the previous one was back to back to back. This one was the city. Um, <laughs> in back to back to back, the issue was that Shorzy was getting in between Marianne and Betty Ann, and that's why the the they were, you know, they weren't uh, getting getting along. Oh right, I was thinking of that one. Yeah, but yeah. so a season later, we get this scene where they're still hanging out at the bar. So are we are we to to you know think that they're still together, or you know, or are they just you know being friends, hanging out? I like to think that they're they've come to an understanding and they're just kind of messing around, but nothing serious. All three of them. Yeah. Shorzy and, and the two ugly mitts. So that was after the, the whole yeah, blow up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's after, was that's it? after the mm-hmm. blow up. Yeah. Cause uh, the, the previous one was season five. This is season six. So they're still together anyway. And why does Shorzy seem way buffer in that like oh, shot? He, the way he was sitting, he, he had his, he was spreading out his shoulder when he his, uh, did one of those shoulder like, blades and yeah, those, he was, yeah, his, he was his biceps <laughs> looked way bigger. Still Kiso. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. The camera, the camera adds an extra five pounds. Is that yeah. what it is? I need a camera that'll add an extra 10 pounds of muscle on me. How about that? <laughs> Number three. He's ready. Oh, we're missing a few guys, boys. Who? Bart's, Yorkie, Schultzy, Visky, Boomtown? We're not missing anyone, all right? Fuck those guys. I don't want to talk about them right now. I got a player who plays bigger than all of them combined, so. No. Not. Oh, yes. Oh! <laughs> Will you two just man up and make out? I started an office pool for it, and the day I picked is tomorrow. Get talking, Ted fuckers. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Jonesy. Your mom pulled the goalie on me, and now she's prego. Surprise, son. Go rake the fucking yard. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Riley. I slept on past your mom, too. Her prego farts smell like hot dog water. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Jonesy. Your mom's in her first trimester and already bitching about baby brain. Had to tell her she's been dumber than Riley's mom since the Genesis. <laughs> Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Riley. I talked to your mom and do a three-way with her midwife and she gassed us both out of the room. I'm fucking humiliated. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Jonesy. Your mom wants to name the baby after the place it was conceived. Can't wait to meet Martha's Vineyard Shore. <laughs> Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Riley. Your mom wants the same thing. How do I shorten down handicap bathroom at Cheesecake Factory in Boca Raton? <laughs> Fuck. All right, starting up front. Riley, you ready? I'm ready. Good, because you're going. Jonesy, you ready? I'm ready. Good, because you're going. Shorzy, you ready? Good, because you're going. All right. <laughs> Larry Kenny Irish are back. Not yet. This still could get fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can we just pause for a minute? Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, how did we go from that character? Fast forward to the 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 character that's, that's saying, oh, their moms were wheeling me. I wasn't wheeling them. They were wheeling me. How did we fall in there's, love? There's some uh, liberties with this taken, guy. I think. No, with the no, script, no. Yeah. This guy's disgusting. Absolutely, hands that, down, that disgusting. That one was brilliant, though. That was brutal and executed I, with delight. I love. We told that whole progressional story yeah. of get knocking up their moms. Like that was just fucking brilliant. 
And I love how do, how do how do you shorten what was it the Cheesecake Factory in Boca Raton or something the like hand, that? The handicap bathroom at the Cheesecake Factory in Boca <laughs> oh Raton. I love it. Dude, I just love the fact your mom pulled the goalie on me. <laughs> it was <laughs> a story. He told a story there. Yeah, he yeah. really did. Like most of them are just random and kind of yeah, you're right. disconjointed. Yeah. That one truly was everyone played off the last. Mm-hmm right up to the end there so mm-hmm. there was a real method there so that was season seven yes. episode five surprise son go break the yard w's talk baby yeah what do you have to say about this uh brian oh it's this it's the storytelling as mm-hmm. matt said which mm-hmm. is just and once again it's 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 brutal and it really takes you back to when you're 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 ripping with your friends in school and you got that one friend that is just brutalizing everyone verbally. Like this is like that that whole takedown is for me in a lot of ways is like Eminem taking out the free world in eight mile. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Uh Matt. Yeah, I mean, I I I agree. It was that's probably one of the best mm-hmm. um i'm glad that you i know i know brian didn't necessarily give you an order but i like that you put that in that spot um the story there it, he just capitalized it's like he knew he hit a nerve and just kept digging mm-hmm. and digging and digging until they looked defeated by the end of that <laughs> and it was mission accomplished from shorzy's perspective so mm-hmm. um very well carried out Tanya, the, this is the scene where he removes his shoes. I, 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 I still reiterate, like, how did we go from that character? Again, that is the character and, and that dimension of him. And, and we were like, how the hell are they going to do a spinoff on this guy? And how did we fall in love with this guy now? Just, like, well, we didn't given, really know him no, we didn't at know. this time. Yeah. Like now all the, the details that we know of him and who he is and what he stands for and where he came from, like, yeah, now we have more depth to him, but still like, like we, we have depth. We have bathroom depth. Like this dude has bowel <laughs> the, issues. The depth here are the depths he'll go to, to he for far humor. That's, that's the depth. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, I I I I shake my head. I I still am very confused how they took that character and make me like him. Mm. I, well, in all fairness, again, he, um, it's the writing. Yeah, but even in Shorzy, the if you think about it, the only attacks are in hockey the real attacks like this are in hockey settings mm-hmm. right against other either his own players or other players mm-hmm. um that's it and he does carry that the, they don't yeah, highlight the it as much yeah, as the ref but like as the ref he does it but he does attack his own team in shorzy mm-hmm. but as he gets more emotionally and connected to what's going on it does change the tone but they're always in that setting so this is the only setting we see in letter getting so and again i'm just gonna fast forward to shorzy here for a moment because like we still get bathroom scenes but we get insight that dude just has nerves that just can't they're not he's not in control of them right like he throws up he has craps before uh after during every game and 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 dude should be like hospitalized because like he he has no control right oh you know what there's the the pre-game dump that's that that even happens as musicians we you know we don't like 
Uh, other this is than, not pregame, Al. It's pregame and every period in between. Yes. Other than the, the first, um, the first Shorzy, uh, uh, the first episode of Shorzy, we get the bathroom scene, right, mm-hmm. where he, Coach is talking and he's doing the crap, which we're familiar with, as as we just seen here. But after that point, we really don't get that nitty gritty, like shitty, s- <laughs> shitty. Sound of the the sound Nitty effects shitty. that we're getting here, right? They kind of skim over, skim over. They kind of, yeah. <laughs> You're on a roll there, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Victor, you'll be happy to know this is the last of the bathroom chirp scenes. Oh, oh, uh, what, yeah, oh, good. I tell you, I don't think you can overanalyze this stuff. <laughs> Remember, it, you know, you guys call him a secondary. He was never a secondary character. He was a caricature, right? And and I and when they were filming these scenes, I don't think he saw that time had a vision that he's going to have a um uh his own show so it's not like they were building up this character to one day become what we know right and 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 you hit it on the nail it's the writing it's not that there's been this transformation but they've wrote basically a different character Mm -hmm. that maintained some of some of the similar traits but now we know that when he chirps people, he actually chirps. The ones he chirps are the ones he loves. Right. Right. So, so you know, the the chirp scenes Good that point. you see, yeah. Shorzy, mm-hmm. he's doing it with it with the with with the kids that he's uh, refereeing. Mm-hmm. But he loves them. They have yeah. a great relationship. Yeah. And 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 same thing with uh, with everybody. Else. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So so I don't think you can overanalyze it and just you just have to take it as, take it for what it is. I I personally the the chirps in Letterkenny. The ones that make sense to me are the ones on the ice when he mm-hmm. is when he's actually playing hockey. Mm-hmm. The the thing with JJ, Frankie JJ, mm-hmm. that was brilliant. That was great. And these chirps, I could take them or leave them because mm-hmm. it's just it's just brutality, right? Mm-hmm. It's just bullying. It's just it's just nastiness. And and as as a younger guy, I probably could have kind of sat through it and and kind of laughed at it. Mm-hmm. Now I can just kind of take it or leave it. It's like let's move on. Um, so, but you know, it's not, that's just, that's just my, my thing. I'm not offended by it, it's, sure. but it just doesn't do much for me. All right. And I believe, well, we'll, we'll get to it in a second, but you know, your point, Victor, about, you know, they didn't know he was going to be a spinoff until he was. And then I think we're going to see that he does get written differently and, and we'll get to that one. But first we have, uh, number two. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Hustle, bro. Fuck, you could cut the sexual tension over there with a knife. Give your balls a tug, tit fuck. Fuck you, Shorzy. Put a shirt on. Fuck you, Riley. Go scoop it off your mom's bedroom floor for me. She gives my nipples butterfly kisses. Fuck <laughs> you, Shorzy. <laughs> fuck you, Jonesy. Your mom shot come straight across the room and killed my Siamese fighting fish. Threw off the pH levels in my aquarium, you piece of shit. Fuck you, Shorzy. Do you hear yourself? Fuck you, Riley. Should have heard your mom last night. She sounded like a window closing on a Tonkinese cat's tail. She sounded like... Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Jonesy. Should have heard your mom last night. She sounded like my great aunt when I pull a surprise visit. She was like, oh! (laughs) Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Riley. Your mom sneaky gushed so hard she bucked me off the waterbed last night. Don't tell her I was thinking about Jonesy's mom the entire time. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Jonesy. Your mom ugly cried because she left the lens cap on the camcorder last night. It's fucking amateur hour over there. Fuck you, Shorzy. (laughs) <laughs> all right that there is from season oh. six episode two bush party season brian explain yourself this was my very very 
first introduction to Letterkenny, mm-hmm. this was what got me started. I saw this clip on TikTok and I was hooked. This is when <laughs> I had to find out about this show and I fell down the Shorzy hole. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go one knuckle, two knuckle, three knuckle deep? Oh, I went, I went five knuckle shuffle John Cena style. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I actually tried funny enough, I tried to pull that with my granddaughter. She got uh, the, what? Um, um, whoa. No, no, she pulled the paper. That's towel a really thing out. weird She's segue. like, yeah. she's like, pop, pop, I see you. I'm like, you can't see me. She oh, goes, okay. Yes, okay. I can. Thank you. And I was for... like, but you can't see me. And she goes, Yes, I can. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I guess John Cena's powers are useless against yes. three year olds. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for for clarifying that. That was yeah, a, but I did dive down segue. the whole five knuckle shuffle stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Matt, what did you think of this scene? Yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's really good. They um, the pull up. <laughs> oh my god, I love when they add different elements to add the comedic effect, and it yeah. still stayed awful mm-hmm. uh, in that moment even though he did that, it was great. Um, and I still, I think the stars in all these scenes are still Riley and Jonesy mm-hmm. as they develop their defeatedness <laughs> throughout any of these chirp sessions. So every time they cut to them, they look a little less mm-hmm. and less and less until they're almost in tears by the end. Yeah. And uh, I, I, that that's always been some of my favorite parts about these Shorzy scenes yeah. is Riley and Jonesy's reaction. Um, and, and they didn't disappoint here. I can never, ever watch this scene and not laugh. Like, it is so good. It is the best timing. And I I disagree. Riley and Jonesy, sure, they're good. And and they've got their facial scenes and stuff. But the timing of Shorzy and the uh, coming, pulling up and and coming down and those. Pulling up, holding for a whole other chirp before going back down. And those sound effects were just He still loves showing off, eh? He just fucking loves showing off. Just so spot on. Like, you can't help but laugh. There's like, I dare anyone to watch it and not like like make some some sound because it's so funny. Well, let's it's see. Just Victor, so funny. Victor, did you find it funny? Well, I mean, I didn't find the scene funny. I for me, the funniest line was the pH balance. I laughed out loud when I watched it. I laughed out loud when I when I saw that. But the rest of it, remember, in the context of the actual Letterkenny episode, mm-hmm. as most Shorzy scenes are. It was, you know, commercial break, like a, a filler scene, if you no, will. That right? one was good. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I'm not. Ar- I'm not arguing with you that it wasn't good or not. I'm just saying, for me, in the context of the entire episode, there's usually two or three storylines going on. This wasn't one of them. This is a yeah. filler. As far right? as Shorzy scenes go in Letter Kenny, though, it's probably one of the better because it doesn't involve being on the crapper. And sure, and, I'll take. I'll maybe take that's the scene what it again. is. Yeah. I'll I'll take any scene with Shorzy on the ice mm-hmm. over any other scene. Sure. Like the the scene with him skating sideways. Oh right, yeah, and, yeah. I'm sorry, but for me, that that scene yeah. where he's doing the goofy <laughs> skating is far down the, one of the funniest Shorzy scenes, and he doesn't even say a word. Like right. it's it's. You know what I mean? Well, that's so, going to be that's going to have to be an honorable mention because it is not one of Brian's scenes. This this well, one is well, He doesn't say anything in it. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this yeah. scene is my favorite scene. Yeah. It's not a bathroom scene, it's not a hockey scene, and it is just funny as hell. Sure. It is it is my favorite 
absolutely because like i said it'll always have that special place in my heart but it was just it was the word play you mm -hmm. know oh your mom gives my nipples butterfly kisses <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and then of course Ever. the ph balance of, of the of the aquarium because i've got an aquarium right here yeah. to, the, to, <laughs> yeah. to the right of me and it's just like i'm wondering if i can make my wife kill my fish and i probably <laughs> am not man enough to do it <laughs> all right I, I, yeah it's it's brilliant that's my number one absolutely so we, were, we were victor had made the point before that uh you know uh, most of these scenes here when they were written kiso probably didn't know or or had plan for a spin-off shorzy show but this next scene here is definitely written differently, and it's definitely showing Shorzy in a completely different light leading up to the, the spinoff. So watch mm. this one. It's a, a little long. Number one. You two handed me in the ankle. Now you answer the bell. Looks like you answered the Taco Bell, Frankie, one too many times. You fucking save some for the rest of us, you fucking garburator. Hey, Jean-Jacques-François-Jean. Uh, more like John joke, Francois joke, John, fucking jab of the pizza hut. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Frankie. I told them to put a bear trap over by the dumpster to keep you from rummaging around in there. Go back into the bush and eat some berries like you're supposed to. You're fucking Winnie the Pooh, bud. Go put some honey in your tummy. Jesus. Jesus Christ, take Christopher Robin with you, you fucking loser. Sacre, Go back to the fucking dessert bar, you fucking treats of pizza face. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Frank, you've eaten 20 boxes of apple fritters since I saw you last. Mix in a cinnamon twist, you fucking sumo. <laughs> hey, what's the matter, Frankie? Hey, no secrets between besties. What What, you just remember it's fucking two-for-one dip cones at DQ, you fucking hippo? Allez, Frankie. Continue, come ça. Enjoy that 20-pack of chicken nuggles, you fucking loser. three with you this time eh you fat fuck fuck you shorzy is that does it continue yeah keep going all Jesus right sorry. christ frank you've eaten so many honey glazed donuts you're starting to fucking look like one hey they should call you john jock francois jelly donut <laughs> john jock extra frosting jock john fuck you shorzy jj fritter jj time's up fucking finish chewing your honey crowder before you speak frank you're making a fucking fool of yourself you not know what's ahead of you here? Well, I know what's behind you. I don't need to the stick budget. Good luck up north. And there we have it. Mm. 
Shorzy's send off. Yeah, this was, and I think I said this in my notes to you. This was the among the best of the backdoor pilots that I've seen in in a while. I mean, am I saying that it's the best of all time? No, but it's a great backdoor pilot for Shorzy. You know, mm-hmm. this is the chance that we got to see Shorzy as more at, than, not so much more than the faceless um, Chirper. Yeah. shit talker, Yeah, but he kind of is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is his own little storyline. Yep. And it continues on. And, and the whole tone... Good. I mean, I didn't even clip the scenes where he's doing the suicides on the ice until he pukes. The whole tone of this episode has feels like Shorzy. It feels like the Shorzy show. Even the lighting and the color uh, is Shorzy, uh, is, is right? And he, he's not as high-pitched with his voice. He's a little more yeah. low-pitched voice and everything. So, uh, yeah, I think this is when they decided, okay, we got to set this character up for success. Even um, little subtle moments, like one of the first moments where he's talking to the two of them, um, he does a sort of little head shake Mm -hmm. that you often see in Shorzy, right? So that you wouldn't have seen that in previous ones. So he's already got some of the uh, just the movement, yeah, a little more character. Mm -hmm. Um, I I agree, And, and this also adds to some foreshadowing in your theories there, Al, which again continue to. Make me wonder if your theory is is onto something about the Quebec is. never Quebec never forgets thing, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Like we're not gonna forget, right? And they're back. So there I think I I think you might be I might be on the owl wagon. There wasn't enough book. comeuppance. There wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't. No, you're right. So, they came back. There was too many bad too much bad blood from yeah. the Letter Kenny series mm-hmm. for JJ just to show up and be a happy member of the team. Um I think you're onto something. Yeah. Uh, Tan, what do you think? I, yeah, you've already won me over on your uh, theory. Um, um, just like the show, you beat it into me. Um, sorry, no, I wait. I, bad choice of words. Yes. Wink. <laughs> yeah, blink if you need help. <laughs> That's not funny, but no. funny. Um, uh, I agree with Matt. Um, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's it's so I haven't seen that since our our, our uh, we started watching Shorzy, mm-hmm. um, and to look at it in retrospect, it feels like we're watching an episode yeah. of Shorzy, not Letter Kenny, right? Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. And uh, if you notice the where they are out there, um, uh, with the scenes with JJ, Frankie, JJ, that's outside. That's that's Caprio Arena. That's outside Caprio Arena. Mm-hmm. We are parked at that fence. Caprio. <laughs> Yeah, or whatever it's called, Cipriel, Capriel. Only a couple of weeks ago. Yes, feels like ages ago. Um, Victor, what do you think of this? Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything that's been said. The only thing that I I would say, and you know, what what would I do differently mm. is is that final scene where they shake hands. I, I Shorzy is not the silent type. Right. Like there's, yeah, I agree. Right. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. I mean, so he, that was referenced before. Yeah, he says sure. something there for sure. Like mm-hmm. even if it's yeso, like yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That could have been a great little <laughs> Easter egg because no one would understand that until they watched Shorzy. If he'd said, "Yeah, so yeah, so uh, give your balls a tug, tit fucker, or something like that," and then walk away. Yeah, you know? yeah, hundred percent agree. Although if he that called Wayne a, a tit fucker, Wayne could have pummeled him. So maybe, he, maybe he was. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think. I think it was. 
I think it was Wayne shaking his hand to show respect, and I mm-hmm. think Shorzy giving him the knock. That's Shorzy showing Wayne respect yeah. because Wayne, or maybe maybe even, then Shorzy's like holding back tears, right? Like because he's a crier. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But what I really like though is the fact that Wayne has had his back the entire time, and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of this is also sort of, I guess, in a way. And this is going to sound weird and it sounds a certain way in my head. So if the words don't sort of fit, you know, but this is almost sort of like, it almost sort of feels like Kiso telling us the fans, it's going to be all right. You oh know? yeah. Yeah. You know, that's I, I agree. Why he's, he's got yeah. Wayne in it yeah. so much with yeah. them. Don't worry. It's going to be good. Yeah. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Casey just made that comment in the chat. If mm. Wayne respects him, then so, so do we. we. And that's actually a brilliant uh, mm. little thought of, yeah, he, it's like his sign off saying mm-hmm. he's good. He's good people. Don't worry about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think to answer your question from mm-hmm. before, Tan, is that that's why we love Shorzy. Mm-hmm. Because Wayne has told us he's okay. Because, I mean, if mm-hmm. Wayne hated Shorzy, there's no way that we would like we would laugh at him, but yeah. it would it would just be different. Mm-hmm. He gave so, him the seal of approval. Yeah, I didn't yeah. look at it that way, but mm-hmm. you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Brian, uh, great picks, amazing, well yes. done, great job. Thank you. Thank you so much for for doing this. I had a lot of fun looking back at those. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, especially that last one there. I think uh, it was the the perfect way to end on that one for sure. Yeah, I I really feel like I'm glad that you saved that for last as mm-hmm. well because that's really that that's peak Shorzy for me. Mm-hmm. There's the train. There's, There's the, train. the train, Victor. Look, the train, the train, the train, Vic, the, <laughs> the train. train, the train. You're a lucky man, Matt. <laughs> Is he though? That the train being that close has to be loud. I mean, we have one that's about a kilometer away and when it yeah. comes through we don't hear it but we hear the horn blaring and it's so it yeah it's loud so today as an example i i went to pick up my uh my guys and um caden was sleeping my little guy mm-hmm. and jen messaged me and says holy shit the fucking train just went by and it turned its horn on as <sighs> it passed our house and little bands wide awake now. Oh no! So yeah, that's yeah. really close. If they blur that horn there, I'm shocked well, you that they don't have one is, of right? those um, like cinder block walls, like some well, fence. They've or been whatever. promising one of those for years, yeah. but that's you know, if anyone in the Toronto area knows the Metrolinx project, knows that it is not overly quick. No. So we were, mm. you know, they were they were supposed to have it done 2020. So give it by 2030, we might have a wall. I don't know. Um, and I guess there's no crossing back there, so there's really no occasion for it to blow their horn, right? The only reason they would is if there was somebody on the track, right? Which happens a lot. Yeah. 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 There's always people walking up and down. I'll, I'll catch it. I'll be in my yard. I'll see people walking back, just wandering the tracks. Mm. Not hard to get to. Anyway, thank you, Brian. I just got to do you. a quick uh, update here on the... Um, the I know it's been a while. Open bracket update. Been a while since I've done these updates. Um, uh, yes, I've been negligent with my duties, but I finally got around to putting together the the final four videos, the the semifinal, um, and we already had the first one. The first matchup was yesterday, and it finished when Tarps Op Boys predictably beat up a beat on uh, five point one five inches. Beat on, beat off, yes. or beat on, beat on, beat off, beat oh my. defeated. 66-49, <laughs> the OG win, uh, beats 
McMurray's 5.15 The OG's taking this for sure. Uh, It's got to be now. And as of today, as of uh, a few hours ago, Takes a Dirt Road and To Be Fair are tied tied up at 18 or 20, whatever whatever, uh, the score is now. Yeah, people. To be fair, is not a good cold open. I know, you know it's what? like the I source of the. I want to do this again. I know it's a lot. I want to do it again and rename these things. Yeah. Like, because I think like everyone we talked about this before. Everyone saw to be fair. Like, oh, that's yeah, to be fair. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. That's all they remember about it. Yeah. It's a good open, but it's not. It's not. It's one not. Of the best. Ta- it's not final four. But anyway, uh, that one there will be done. There's still time to vote. You can vote until tomorrow morning. So if you have have your say, uh, and help. To be fair, get taken out by takes the dirt road. Even though takes the dirt road is is a mediocre one as well, but it's at least better than to be fair. Uh, and that's all really I have for this episode. So we're gonna go around the horn with comments and then uh, wrap this up. Matt, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, it was good to laugh. Mm-hmm. It was yes, a fun episode. Brian, you you brought it. Um, these are <laughs> it's funny. We always talk about Jersey, but it's great to remember where he was. And then compare it to where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, thankful for that for sure. So thanks for bringing it tonight. But uh, great seeing everyone. Um, this is always fun. Like I said, this is a week I needed a few laughs. Yes. Um, and I'm very appreciative for it. Yeah. Ten. Brian, thank you so much. It, it truly was. I, I, I so appreciate these and all the work that's put into them. Mm-hmm. And and thank you so much for, for bringing it tonight. Uh, uh, to echo Matt, it's, it's absolutely what we needed. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'm having a terrible memory day, so apologies, but, um, if Glenn hasn't been done yet, I would love a Glenn. I believe somebody has called some, no, no one's done Glenn yet, but I believe somebody has has been called because, oh my gosh, has that character ever, uh, oh my God, God. he, he really, he's, he's one of my faves. Um, and I really want to say I need a honey curler after, uh, some of those, there was an episode, um, in there that, uh, they reference a honey curler and I, I, for some reason focused in on it mm-hmm. and I need one now. Uh, wonder if that's something that you guys have in the States. Do you have a honey curler? Um, I believe it do. looks like a tire. I stay away from Dunkin' Donuts because like there's nothing tire. in there that I can eat. I think eat. they're called French crullers. Uh, French crullers? <laughs> they, they look like nothing. a tire. It does look like a tire. It looks like a tire. It's like a, a big tire. and it's Like oh a tractor tire. Yeah, like tractor just, tire. It's got uh, jagged. I, I, when I ate donuts, if I didn't get the double chocolate, I would get those with the chocolate mm. on top. Uh, I can't, but I can't eat those anymore. No. Yeah. No, no, I gotta, I'm gonna have to make myself a, uh, oh, well. a, a milk chocolate protein. You're going to, so. you, Brian's going to fall off the wagon because I, you brought up. Well, if he does <laughs> fall off the wagon, at least the donut looks like a tire. Like, like it, it <laughs> looks like a tire. That might be the reason he fell off because yeah. the tire's gone. Oh man. I there used to go. love those things. Anyways. Um, um, and what did I want to say? Oh, I wanted to say, Oh my goodness, all of my our beautiful friends that are online right now and chatting in the group. Um, I just wanted to thank you guys so much for all the well wishes mm-hmm. um for uh, my my uh um new job. Yes, um, there was a lot thank of people you so much. I, very I saw, happy and excited. I that. saw all of those and I appreciate that about mm-hmm. you guys and uh I thank you so very much. That was so very kind and uh, I saw them and thank you and and sending you guys well wishes back. Victor. 
so uh, yeah, Brian, first of all, congrats on your very inspirational story. Um, Thank you. I, Thank you. I, it's, it's, it's what I need to reflect on uh, after kind of having my knee uh, situation and not having to been able to work out for the last couple of months and starting to grow uh, back what I had lost. Um, though the, my, my, my loss was nowhere near yours. But um, but I need to get back back in gear, and uh, so uh, I'll use you as my inspiration for that. Um, yeah, so uh, really really great uh, to to kind of do this again. And um, Matt, hopefully next week we're not going to hear any more. Uh, you know, I, I like to I, I li like to go a few weeks without any tragedies at home or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, yes. It would be really nice to to to, to get through that. Mm -hmm. That's our goals. That's our goals going forward. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Tanya, congrats uh, on the yeah. job, um, and uh, it's nice to know that uh, you know uh, you're going to be bringing home the bacon again. <laughs> yes, agreed. Sugar mama, sugar mama. <laughs> go. Um, yes, Brian, great work today. Uh, I really needed today. Um, it, there was some question whether we were going to do tonight or not, and uh, I'm glad we did because I needed that distraction, and you brought it, and I uh, loved it. So, so great job. Uh, looking forward to uh, to next week and what's coming up next week, which I'll talk about in a second. But Brian, I'll throw it to you. Um, I just really, really appreciate whenever we have chances to uh, talk um, and laugh together. Mm -hmm. um, I needed to laugh tonight as well. And um, always, even though I, I don't get to listen as much as I used to because of as hectic as my life is going, but I always like coming back and shooting the breeze and just having a good time. I'm glad that we were all able to evenly play off of each other because mm -hmm. Matt and I will take things and just keep going for forever. And not <laughs> yes, ever you stop. will. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm just really, really glad to, you know, go into the Shorzy hole with the, with the dick water <laughs> and um, laugh together. Because I'll let you know backs. how it goes tomorrow morning. Yes. I appreciate that. It's <laughs> not just dick water. Can we just circle oh, back? God. Like with all, all right. the shitting he does, that's a little shits in there too. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. yeah <laughs> you just I made that. Victor's night. I did like you got to clean. No, <laughs> blue spatula. If you're going there, you got to clean before you go. Vertical. Victor's been now, all hippos. Victor's been all hippos this episode and he brings out the spatula right at the in there well done there victor oh god but, um, sorry brian back to I'm, you there. I'm, and i'm wishing I'm, I'm wishing your kiddo um some healing and positive yes. vibes and sending positive vibes your way out into your your, your your friend's family and congratulations tanya on the new job um make make sure that um make sure you keep al in his place now that you're the sugar queen again <laughs> Happily. And um, Victor, you you want need some um, help getting back to it, man? Let me know. I'll make some time. He's a level two uh, DDP yoga guy now, so there you go. Right, not to be confused with DDT, which is Jake the Snake's uh, finishing, finishing move. Yeah, who yeah. I believe Diamond uh, Dallas helped him get back on track. Yes, he mm. did. Yes, or he to did. be mistaken, which is DPS. That's <laughs> all right. I'm going to play us off here <laughs> with a, a song from Letter Kenny. It's called "Slip Away" by Get Famous. Pitter pattern. Let's get at <laughs> And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we will be joined by our buddy Tobias. He's going to kick out. 
his favorite Joint Boy and Tyson moments. So don't be a D-Gen. Make sure you tune in to that one. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 20% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at ProtostandPod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ProtostandPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to have the pre-after party dump before joining the after party. On behalf of Brian, Victor, Tanya, Matt, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week.